mistake. She thought he was someone else. Or she could simply be a crazy. Columbus had its share. Still, her appearance and departure left Mark oddly shaken. Maybe because the strange woman was of a piece with the morning that had already done its best to unnerve him. Not forty minutes before, Allison had woken him from an endless nightmare. The pressure of her fingers in his hair as gentle, as unreal, as the sensation that had alerted him to the strange woman's gaze. It snowed, Allie had said when he'd opened his eyes. Come see. Mark had been dreaming of his son, Brendan, who had died on a cold January day several years before, just weeks after his seventh birthday. The dream was an enemy whose tactics were familiar, intimate. In it, Mark and Brendan's mother, Mark's ex-wife, Chloe, were still living in their old two-story brick house in Victorian Village on the far side of downtown. In the dream, their old, rambling home had become a labyrinth. Floors had traded places, new hallways branched into shadows, doors had been smoothed over into plaster walls. Brendan was still alive, running from them, laughing, calling them, always out of sight. But in this strange new house, they could never catch him. They could never tell him to be careful, to wait for them, to take his time on the stairs. And then Mark was awake, and seven years had passed, and instead of Chloe's tear-streaked, panicked face beside him, he saw only Allison's peering down at him, her dark eyes alight, excited by the snowfall. Allie had spent the first eight years of her life in Southern California. Even after more than two decades in Cleveland and Columbus, snow was still exotic to her, special. Whatever Ohio doesn't have, she liked to say, it's got snow and fireflies. Get dressed, she urged him. Come play with me. He didn't want to. Allie knew about Brendan, about Chloe, as much as he could bear to tell her. But how could he make her understand that a second ago, Brendan had been lost, that Chloe had been crying, that even though Mark was awake, he could still hear them? He couldn't make her, anyone, understand a thing like that. So he dressed, pulled on his boots, and did as Allie asked. They lived in German Village, an old, historic neighborhood just south of downtown Columbus. They'd moved into their brownstone townhouse the previous summer six months after they'd begun dating. The streets here were cobbled, and the brick houses were all a hundred years old, squared and serious and rising porchless from the streets. The sidewalks were overhung by enormous, steadfast trees. This morning's snow, flat and heavy, gave the air a weird closeness, as though Mark and Allie walked across a soundstage. Strings of white Christmas lights glowed in their neighbors' windows but not yet in their own. They'd been too busy with work to decorate, and on the light poles at the corners. If not for the single set of tire tracks dividing the road, Mark wouldn't have been surprised to see a horse-drawn carriage clattering by. Allie kicked at the snow, shrieked away from clumps shed by tree branches with a kid's joy. Mark followed her, freeing himself from the dream, remembering himself. He was 38. Chloe had left him six years ago, not long after Brendan died. He loved Allison Daniel now. Mark couldn't help his dreams, 
but his years of lonely grieving had taught him how to pull his mind back from its gray chasms and thickets into the world where his body moved, where his heart beat, and his lungs breathed in cold air, where a woman he loved frolicked ahead of him in the snow. This was his life now, his new life. He wasn't so naive as to think anyone could simply choose to be happy. That was bullshit of the highest order, and he'd thought so even before his son had, in an instant, fallen down the stairs and out of the world. But one could choose paths that allowed for happiness. One could choose to accept any happiness one found. How many times had he and Allison, herself divorced, talked about this? Neither of them had planned for the other. Planning was impossible. Their lives now were wild improvisation. Allison lifted a hand and smacked a low branch. Snow sifted down.